an advisory board uh, offering oversight. It's a, a group of individuals who think that the La Crosse Police Department needs more people watching over them to make sure they do their job the right way. I'm not fully uh, sure how that's going to work. You end up with, well, uh, let's talk a little bit about it with Assistant Chief uh, Robert Abraham. Uh, uh, Robert, thanks very much for talking with me this morning. Do you need another advisory board? Good morning, Mike. Thanks for having me on, and I appreciate uh, the opportunity to talk. Oh, yeah. Do we, do we need another advisory board? Um, you know, I mean, the, fir- the first thing that, um, you know, I, I want to say is certainly law enforcement is not afraid, and the La Crosse Police Department in particular, for anyone to to look behind our, our doors. Our, you know, we, we're open. We do more in police transparency than I would say most agencies across this country. Um, so, you know, I think sometimes there's this perception that, that there's skeletons and, and the police are covering things up and, and all those great conspiracy things and conspiracy theories. But I certainly, in my years of law enforcement, I'm going on 31 now, um, I, I can tell you from the La Crosse Police Department's aspect and, and within our, our walls, we're not afraid for anybody to, to see what we're doing here. Well, and is it, uh, it it's, sometimes it seems that uh, a minority population doesn't feel like they are being represented. Lacrosse is, uh, is, although it is becoming uh, more and more uh, interracial, there are still more white people than anybody else. And so people of color, people of minorities don't feel like they're being represented, understood, or, uh, or cared for in the same way as uh, the residents in the community that are white. How do you answer people with those kinds of concerns? Well, we're certainly aware of, you know, the feelings of, of certain populations. And, and we, as a law enforcement agency, um, we try to do a lot of work to bridge those gaps. Um, you know, we're always looking for new ways to, to reach out to minority communities and make sure that, that they're being heard. In regards to this, um, the Citizen Advisory Board, which is, which is what it started out as back in June of 2020, and, and the talk of, of creating a Citizens Advisory Board and kind of the, the direction that it has been taking here within the past few months um, kind of leaves some of us scratching our heads on, on really where this is going. Well, it, it, it concerns me, and I mentioned it when this story first uh, came about back uh, back at the beginning of February that if there was to be just as my opinion if there was to be such an advisory board every member must uh, at least once take the citizen police academy class and maybe every year that they want to stay on this advisory board if it comes about so that uh, that people even it, even in uh, this, the safety of a gymnasium where the class might take has a clue what law enforcement does uh, on a daily basis. I, I agree with that. And, and I also, uh, to go along with that, the current subcommittee that is is trying to make some of these decisions and trying to make some of these recommendations certainly doesn't have any law enforcement um, input in it right now. Um, it's it's a hand-picked group, um, and, you know, some of the statements that are coming out of that group really 
uh, leave no uh, doubt where they stand as far as law enforcement. When when members on the board say things like the mechanism that causes harm in our community is law enforcement, um, that 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 type of attitude and that type of of one-sided thought isn't going to really bring a lot of collective um, agreement, especially from the law enforcement community and the criminal justice community, um, when members of the subcommittee, um, if that's the point of view that they're coming from. Well, and maybe those individuals need to take that class, or maybe that or and that committee needs to expand somewhat so that they actually have some skin in the game, so that they have people on their committee uh, that can understand, represent a retired police officer or two or five, whatever, a number, uh, can say that's not how it works in uh, in law enforcement. You guys are going to are gonna cause more problems than, than you fully understand because a police officer can't do what you've just recommended they do. They aren't going to do that. That's true. And, and Chief, Kinder, uh, I'm sorry, Chief Kudron, um, at, at the last meeting when he made the presentation, he brought up that exact same point. And Chief Kudron uh, asked if they were going to add members to this subcommittee uh, who had some sort of legal knowledge, uh, who had some sort of law enforcement knowledge, who, who could bring those aspects to the group, so we have uh, a more kind of thoughtful, wide open, uh, and, and uh, inclusive uh, group making these recommendations. And and really, his his question on whether or not they were going to add those types of members was met with deafening silence. Right. Well, in 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 my personal opinion, as a resident, that that just ends the argument. Uh, if you have a committee that's going to decide how law enforcement does their job and no one on the committee has any experience whatever with law enforcement, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and you know, it also brings up a lot of liability issues as well. When you're talking about, um, let's just say, for example, law enforcement discipline or even discipline in, in public government, there are so many laws uh, that you have to follow, so many uh, rules, so many rights that you have to follow um, to bring a, a group of citizens who who feel that they'll be able to navigate those waters and not completely fumble the process uh, is scary in, in my in my mind. I do handle those things. I am an expert in those areas. I do those all the time. I have done many, many, many internal investigations, um, and I have dealt with a lot of personnel matters in my career. And I'll tell you that one small uh, mess up on my part can blow a case, uh, just like in a criminal case. Uh, if, if you're working a, a, an employee discipline case and you mess it up, it, it'll go downhill fast for you. So, you know, you have to have expertise. Um, this can't just be um, kind of a board running around out there with, with an, an axe to grind kind of mentality and kind of a we're going to get you squad. You know, we, we are certainly we are certainly supportive of an advisory committee, um, some committee that, that was, is willing to look at um, our training, look at our policy, um, review our complaints. We put our complaints out there. Uh, we just published our first professional standards report. 
uh, name any other law enforcement agency possibly in the state that puts out all of our discipline uh, cases and the resolutions to all those cases. You're not going to see it. You're not going to see it in La Crosse County. Um, we do that. We've done that on our own accord. Uh, like I said, we have nothing to hide uh, within these walls, and, and we're certainly willing to work with any group um, to make our community better. We understand, uh, you know, we get our police legitimacy comes from the people, um, but you also have to do it in a way that it's going to be accepted by everybody. Right. Assistant Chief of Police Robert Abraham, thank you very much for talking with us this morning. A different perspective on uh, an oversight committee. At the very least, that committee has to have some recognition of law enforcement on it. Otherwise, otherwise, what? Uh, otherwise, you're illegitimate, aren't you? If you don't know what you're talking about, you just have an opinion, and that's important. You have an opinion, great. Share that opinion. But don't look at me like my opinion is going to be the law because you don't know what you're talking about. We'll be right back. Your backyard. It's where you dream of relaxing with a cool drink and no worries. It's beautiful. Your deck, not so much. The Crep Cavalry to the rescue! Enjoy your backyard on a new deck or screened porch from Krat Lumber, LaCrosse's only full-service lumber company. Krat carefully chooses every product they offer, only accepting the best. Eco-friendly Trex decking, built for living, built to last. Decorators decking transforms any outdoor space. Maybe a screen rail to keep the bugs away from your outdoor party. Pick up the phone and dial 788-2600. Get the best materials, the best lumber, and crack custom installation. Complete service from start to finish. Ask about no contact delivery or have them load the materials for you. The Krat Cavalry to the rescue. Krat Lumber, Lacrosse's only full-service lumber company, 16th and Green Bay, Lacrosse, and also in Chaseburg. Premium products, superior service since 1948. <laughs> Yeah, just, uh, I'm sorry. If you're going to be a committee, an oversight committee, that's awesome. Uh, and and I'm, I'm guessing that the La Crosse Police Department would be okay with a group of individuals who would like to be apprised of every situation. Okay. But you can't make the rules and regulations if you haven't walked a mile, even a half a mile, if you've never even tried on a pair of shoes worn by law enforcement, right? I don't know. That just seems to me to be logical. I'm not sure why it is such a difficult concept to understand. you got to know what you're talking about before anybody's going to pay attention to whatever it is you're talking about. person was, uh, was in there, made the cut, so to speak. In the meantime, CBS with a look at the world. Glenn Beck shortly after that. And, uh, and we'll do our very best to keep you informed and have some fun tomorrow when we do it all over again. It is 9 o'clock on WIZN.